Welcome back to the Squared Sports Land Frank Podcast. On the list of this podcast, Land Frank, we are now in episode number 22. We are 22 episodes through, and there's going to be a lot to unpack in this episode. The Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady has won seventh Super Bowl of his career. Trevor Bauer signed with the Dodgers. There's going to be a lot more to unpack in this episode. Squared Sports, Land Frank, episode number 22. Let's get into it. Let's go over to our headlines to start off episode number 22. Steph Curry went off, I mean off on Friday night against the Mavericks. I watched the whole game. I thought he was going to break the three-point record. He didn't. He had 57 points, though. Luka Doncic played amazing. Triple-double, I think. But they did lose that game. The Warriors. Warriors, a borderline playoff team. They might sneak into the playoffs. Maybe they'll even have a great rest of the season and shoot to like the five seed or something. Right now, I think they're the eight seed, which maybe they'll sit out so that maybe we could have a Lakers-Warriors first round. Warriors maybe come away and win that one. Warriors beat the Lakers earlier this season. But I doubt that. But Steph Curry just, I mean, he should be an MVP contender by now, Steph Curry. He's been off this season. I used to not like Steph Curry at all. I used to hate the Warriors. You know, Steph Curry, great player this season, great player. He should be in MVP talks. LaMelo Ball has just been you know, I said my preseason rookie of the year pick was James Wiseman. It's LaMelo Ball now. LaMelo Ball is balling. He's playing amazing. I saw LaMelo Ball struggle a little bit in his rookie season. He'd get off to a slow start, which he did at first. Remember, he had zero points in his first game. Zero. And then he picked things up down the way. Then he had 30 points and 8 assists. Then he had a triple-double. Then he almost had a triple-double against his brother. Then he just he has been going off this season, LaMelo Ball. He has just had a great week in the NBA, and he did win NBA Rookie of the Month. Let's move to the NFL now, where the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady won Super Bowl MVP. I picked Leonard Fournette. He almost won MVP. Almost. But he didn't. Tom Brady won Super Bowl MVP. And, hey, I picked the Buccaneers to win. I said Patrick Mahomes would get frustrated. And some people said, no, Mahomes won't have a bad game. So Mahomes will not have a bad game. He won't get frustrated. Then... After the game, some people commented, yeah, he did get frustrated, and he did have a bad game. So we got that right. But what a game that was. You know, it wasn't a close game or anything like that. People said Patrick Mahomes looked human for the first time. What? Patrick Mahomes did not look human in that game. Those sidearm throws, those parallel throws, like on the run, diving, like diving for the throw, and then just hitting the guy in the chest. I mean, just I felt bad for Mahomes in that game. No offensive line. Receivers weren't really that good. Tyreek Hill was just atrocious. Not a good game for the Chiefs. Not a good look. Patrick Mahomes, if he wants to pass. I mean, actually, not terrible look for Mahomes because people give him a pass for this one, but maybe he'll never, ever be able to overtake Tom Brady as a go in his career. He'll probably have to win 10, 8 Super Bowls now after losing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers also won MVP. This year, Justin Herbert won rookie year. Who's my pick? Aaron Rodgers was my pick for MVP also. I thought maybe T.J. Watt should have won Defensive Player of the Year. They gave it to Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's the most dominant player of the season, but was he the best? Did he have the best stats on defense? No, that was T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt should have won Defensive Player of the Year. Ken Stefanski won uh, Coach of the Year. I did not expect him to win Coach of the Year. It should have easily been Ron Rivera, even Andy Reid. Maybe our pick, Doug Peterson. No, I'm kidding. That was a joke when I picked Doug Peterson last episode. We switched it to Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera should have won Coach of the Year. They gave it to Kevin Stefanski, though. That's about for the headlines. Let's move on to more in this action-packed episode number 22. 
Now, top five, no square at Sports NFL Game Day. The last NFL game was Bucks Chiefs. Super Bowl. We're not going to have square at Sports NFL Game Day until September of next year. So we're going to do top five right now. Top five. NFL teams going into next season. I don't want to touch too much in the NFL offseason because there's still a lot we got to get through in this episode. We're going to talk a lot about the NBA. We're going to talk a lot about college basketball, Trevor Bauer, the MOB, and more. But here's my top five NFL teams heading into next season. Now, I'm going to make one honorable mention. It's going to be the Bills. The Bills, in my opinion, will not be a top five NFL team. Heading into next season. I'm sorry, Josh Allen. I'm sorry, Stephon Diggs. You can't match what you did this season. You won't. Maybe they're a better team next year because they're more experienced and stuff. I don't think so, though. Number six. I think they maybe have a little bit of a slump down the way in the year. Number six. Number five. The San Francisco 49ers. Get a good quarterback, all right? They're saying, oh, Kirk Cousins is going to be our guy. No, take Jimmy G over Kirk Cousins. And then they're going to say, oh, they're going to trade up uh, for the Dolphins. They're going to get the Dolphins' number three pick. They're going to trade up for that. No, don't do that either. You don't want a rookie quarterback when you have a Super Bowl caliber team. No, you keep Jimmy G. You're a top five team in the NFL next year. You may win the NFC next year. Number five on my list. San Francisco 49ers. Number four, the Los Angeles Rams. They've already got their quarterback situation filled out. Matthew Stafford, good player, good player. They've got Aaron Donald. They've got Jalen Ramsey. They've got Cam Akers heading into next season. They've got Robert Woods. They've got Cooper Cup. They've got Gerald Everett, Tyler Higbee. They've got a decent O-line. they got a great defense. they got a great defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris. Fourth best team hanging to next season, the Rams. Number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes. You guys were incredible. You're 14-2. But you lost the Super Bowl. You lost the Super Bowl. You're not going to have an amazing year next year. 11-5, my prediction for their record next year. Kansas City Chiefs, third best team in my opinion, hanging to next season. The second best team next season will be the Green Bay Packers. The Packers. You know, say Aaron Rodgers runs that ball on third down in that game, whatever down it was. They're heading to the Super Bowl, maybe. Second best team hanging to next season, the Green Bay Packers. Number one will be the reigning Super Bowl champions. Nobody's putting the Bucks at number one on their list. Nobody's. I've read so many lists. Nobody has. ESPN, other places, now. I'm putting the Buccaneers at one. They're gonna, they might even go undefeated next year. This year, all their losses were to the Saints, all right? The Bears, those were figuring out, they were still figuring out things at that time. The Rams, the Chiefs. They might go undefeated next year, the Buccaneers. They might. This is a good, great team, actually. A great team. The best team in the NFL going to next season, in my opinion. The reigning Super Bowl champions might just go back to back. And they will be the best NFL team heading into next season. No debate about it. Those are my top five NFL teams hanging for next season. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, MVP, LVP. You already know who my MVP is going to be. It'll be Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Todd Bulls, Byron Leftwich, Bruce Aarons, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Sean Murphy Bunting, Antoine Winfield, Devin White, Levante David, anybody on that Buccaneers team who play a snap. I'm sorry, LaShawn McCoy. He didn't play a snap. You actually have had LaShawn McCoy has won two Super Bowls past two years. He's won two Super Bowls. He didn't play a snap in either of those games. Congratulations, LaShawn McCoy. The Bucs, 
Tom Brady, Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, if they have a great near, year next year, and Byron Leftwich, if the Buccaneers have a great year next year and they have a great defense, they have a great offense, both of them will be getting head coaching jobs. There's rumors that Bruce Aarons might retire this year. Bruce Aarons retires. These two at the top of the board for head coaching jobs. It will be one of them. They're not going to go out of the organization to find somebody. They're not going to want a coordinator from like the Rams or somebody from the Packers. They're not going to want that. They're going to want one of their own guys, Todd Bulls, Byron Leftwich. Probably Byron Leftwich, in my opinion, if Bruce Aarons does decide to retire. And he might actually. But the Bucks are easily the MVP. LVP, Eric Bianami. What was that game plan? What was that game plan? Like, you didn't run the ball at all. And to start the second half, you actually ran the ball with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and he did amazing. Why didn't you do that earlier in the game? Why didn't you stick to it? It was too late to run the ball then in the fourth quarter. Bad game plan. Very, very bad game plan. You were easily LVP this week. Maybe the whole Chiefs coaching staff LVP. This is why Eric Bieniemy isn't a head coach. I'm sorry, Eric Bieniemy. You are my LVP this week. The Buccaneers are my MVP this week. Leave your MVP in the comment section. Leave your LVP in the comment section. Those are mine. Now, did you know, today's did you know, it's a good one, so listen up. Did you know that Patrick Mahomes, you know, we all know he lost by more than eight points, more than one possession in the Super Bowl, but before that, the last time he had lost by one, more than one possession in the game he played in was in 2016 when he was in college by 56 points to the Iowa State Cyclones. So, up until the Super Bowl, he had never lost by more than one possession in an NFL game he played in. Mind-boggling, absolutely insane madness. That just shows how great of a player Patrick Mahomes is. But when he was in college, he wasn't that flashy of a player. I mean, he was flashy, but he threw a lot of turnovers. He wasn't great. So before the Super Bowl, the last time he won by lost by more than one possession was in college 2016, around four years ago. Mind-boggling. Did you know that? Leave that in the comment section. Now, college basketball madness. College basketball maybe one of my favorite sports to watch. The best playoff system in any sports league ever. Maybe just amazing sport. Now the NFL is coming to an end. We're going to talk a lot more about college basketball, stuff like that, NBA, other things. So the college basketball, the NCAA, the AP Top 25 this week was absolutely horrendous in my opinion. The top five, I didn't like it at all. So... Here's what my AP Top 25 will look like right now. Not my top five. Just, yeah. Number one, Baylor. Baylor is, in my opinion, one million miles ahead of Gonzaga. I'm sorry, Gonzaga. Andrew Nemhart, Corey Kisper, Drew Timmy, Mark Few, their head coach. I'm sorry. I said it last week also. Baylor is still the best team in college basketball. Led by a great coach and Scott Drew. Jared Butler, their point guard. Great players on that team. They're the best team in college basketball. They've had a harder non-conference schedule than Gonzaga. Gonzaga, yeah, they had a good non-conference schedule, but those teams that they beat, like Iowa, Iowa's collapsed. I mean, just, like, full collapse Iowa's had. So that game doesn't look good on your resume anymore, even though they beat them. Not a great team anymore, Iowa. So, Baylor is the best team in college basketball. They would be number one for me. Number one. Number two, Gonzaga. All right. Number two, Mark Few. 
great recruiting class, gained Jalen Suggs, highest-ranked recruit ever in Gonzaga history, gained good transfer in Andrew Nemhard, finding good players like Corey Kispert, Drew Timmy. But no, you're not the best team in college basketball. Even though you're ranked number one, you're not the best team. You're number two. No debate about it. Number three, my Michigan Wolverines. I'm thinking, are they ever going to play again? I mean, they haven't played in weeks, and they've had no positive cases. Yet, Michigan governor says, no, let's put a shutdown on the athletic department, even though they have zero positive cases. I think they play February 18th, somewhere around there, but number three, Michigan Wolverines. Number four, Villanova. Villanova is number five right now, I think. Villanova should be number four over Ohio State. Why is Villanova not number four? I know they lost earlier in the week. Cool. You don't drop them down two spots for that. You don't. They have two losses on the year. You don't put a four-loss Ohio State team ahead of them. You just don't do that. Villanova is the fourth best team in college basketball this year, led by a great coach in Jay Wright, number four. Number five, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay. That team, not going to say their name any more times this episode. They are the fifth best team in college basketball. Hate to say it, they are the fifth best team in college basketball. Not the fourth, not the fourth, the fifth. That's what my top five in college basketball look like. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, around the bases, we are making the return. The return of around the bases. I think the last time we did was when the Dodgers won the World Series. The return of around the bases, everybody. Long awaited. Let's hop into it. Trevor Bauer signing with the Dodgers. Uh, breaking my heart as a Mets fan. Why did he choose the Dodgers? The Mets may have a better shot to win the World Series next year than the Dodgers. Hot take. That may just be me being a biased Mets fan, but maybe. The Mets gave you, made you a bigger offer. It fits better for you in New York. Why choose the Dodgers? Why? Literally makes no sense. There really should be a salary cap in MLB. They've got Mookie Betts with a $350 million contract. They've got Kershaw with a huge contract. David Price with a huge contract. Walker Bueller. They've got Trevor Bauer with a huge contract. Cody Bellinger. It's unfair. The Dodgers might be like the Yankees this year. They might be one of the best teams ever this year, Dodgers. They might be. Pains me to say as a Mets fan. They might be. Why did Trevor Bauer go to the Dodgers, though? Why not go to the Mets, New York, metropolitan area? You should have gone to the Mets, but chose the Dodgers. That's his choice. Man, watching that YouTube video, he posted it. He posted his YouTube video on his YouTube channel. At the end, I thought he was going to put on a Mets jersey. He put on a Dodgers jersey. Chose the Dodgers. But that's not the only news in the MLB. James Paxton, he's still unsigned, and he's from Toronto. He's from Canada. Just go to the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are going to be stacked this season. They've got George Springer. Couple other guys. And Jin Ryu. Go to the Blue Jays. It's a perfect fit. Leave the Yankees. Yankees in the playoffs last year. I said the Yankees are gonna win the World Series. Then I think two days later they proceed to lose to the Rays in the in game five. James Paxson should go to the Blue Jays. Justin Turner, I think he fits in Milwaukee perfectly with the Brewers. No one here knows obviously we know he got traded to the Cardinals. So and we'll be hot stove. Back on. Still a couple good free agent names out there. Like I said, James Paxson, Justin Turner. I think Yadier Molina, I think he's signed a deal this week that returned to the Cardinals. So, a lot of news coming out in the MLB. That's about for Around the Bases this week. 
Now, there was a report that Russell Wilson is camp. They're upset with the Seahawks. You know, they don't, they have a new offensive coordinator. He's been sacked 394 times since he came to the league, the most ever in that span. Russell Wilson, he might want out. Seahawks, they're fielding offers. The Texans, when teams call them to trade for Deshaun Watson, Nick Casario is hanging up right away. But no, not the Seahawks. They're listening. They're listening. They want to see what you have to offer. Dumb move. Really bad move, in my opinion. And we're over, I think it was in the spring, summer, when uh, that big report came out that back in 2018, the year Baker Mayfield went number one, that the Seahawks offered Russell Wilson for the number one pick. So they really liked Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, whoever, Josh Allen, over Russell Wilson. Why? I don't know why. They're listening to offers. And I got a trade proposal for you. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, I'm looking for my next great quarterback. Russell Wilson fits the Dallas Cowboys. It's a perfect fit. Perfect. This is my proposal. Franchise tag, Dak Prescott. Then you ship him to Seattle. You give up Dak Prescott, your first rounder this year, which is the top 10 pick, mind you. You give up your first rounder next year, two years after that. And then you give up your second round pick this year and your third rounder next year. For Russell Wilson, maybe the best quarterback in the NFL. I didn't put him up. I don't even think I put him in my top five. Some people. Definitely, I'm in the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Great quarterback, Russell Wilson. Imagine Russell Wilson at Dallas Cowboys Uni. How amazing that would be. That'd be Jerry Jones. Russell Wilson fits the Cowboys. He fits a Cowboys quarterback. That would be amazing to watch. Just amazing to watch Russell Wilson on the Cowboys. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm a Giants fan. So... Division rival, we'd have to play him two times a year, but how insane that would be. Russell Wilson on the Cowboys, and then Dak Prescott on the Seahawks. That'd be crazy. I feel like whenever I do a hot take, though, it's always on Seahawks. You know, when I did that whole thing, how they're spending wrong and everything, how they're buying wrong, how they're going after superstars and they don't need to, and how they have a bad path. They're going to have a couple bad years down the way. Yeah, and... This would just be amazing if this happened. That's my hot take of the day. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Still more to come on Squared Sports Lane Frank, episode number 22. Stay tuned. Now, let's do our NBA rundown. Kevin Durant will not be able to play until Friday. They play the Warriors on Saturday. His former team... First time in a couple years going up against them. He used to go up against them in practice and everything, but now he gets to play against them. A real live-action NBA game. But he is out until Friday with the whole COVID protocol. He was near someone who tested positive. You know, NBA All-Star game, that's being played this year. A lot of superstars saying, why are we playing an NBA All-Star game so soon? You know, we got no off-season. Got no time to rest. We were promised a five-day break. Now we have to go play in this All-Star game. No fans, no fun, no dunk contest, no three-point contest. Just a regular All-Star game. All-Star game last year was amazing. But I'm against the All-Star game this year. March 7th, I think it is. Why? Just literally makes no sense at all. Like, literally no sense, NBA. 
Adam Silver being praised as the best commissioner in all sports, you may lose that title soon. I mean, not like Rob Manfred or Roger Goodell are doing anything good, but, you know, interesting things. I don't think there should be an All-Star game this year at all. Let's move to another thing. Bradley Beal, how? He's upset. He's not really upset with the Wizards. He's just upset with the team. He's not upset. You know, he loves playing in Washington, D.C. He loves being on the Wizards. He's just disappointed that when he drops 50 points, they're not going to do anything to help him there. They're not, he's not going to ask for a trade. He's not going to. He's just upset how the team's playing, how Russell Westbrook's been playing. He's been amazing this season, Bradley Beal. He should be maybe even in MVP talks. Maybe. But let's jump into a new thing in the NBA. My pretenders and my contenders, who I think are the pretenders in the NBA, who I think are the contenders in the NBA. The Sixers, I'm only going to do a couple teams. The Sixers, they're contenders. I used to think they were pretenders, but they are contenders. The Suns, contenders, all right? They're going to get to the conference finals, but they're going to lose to the Lakers. Good team, Suns. No debate about it. Now, the Clippers. I'm not buying the Clippers. I won't buy into the Clippers for a while. I'm not going to buy into the Clippers. No, no, no. They'll get eliminated before the conference championship. The Nets, contenders. Contenders. They won't make the finals, though, but they are contenders. They will make the Eastern Conference finals, so that makes them contenders. The Celtics, contenders. Real contenders. Title contenders. In my opinion. Second best team in the NBA, in my opinion. No debate about it. The Bucks, last team. Pretenders. Easily pretenders. This is an easy one. Pretenders. You know, they're going to make it maybe to the conference finals. They might. But after that, no, no, no. I'm sick of the Bucks. I'm not happy with them. You know, I don't know why you signed that extension. But that was his choice. Like, but those are my contenders in the NBA. Those are my pretenders. A lot that we got through in our NBA rundown. We're going to do this a lot future episodes. Now we have no score reports. NFL game day. My NBA rundown of the week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, let's do a new thing, at the buzzer. So, the last thing in the day, right before we go, at the buzzer. Today's at the buzzer is my hot take that Devontae Smith is not the best wide receiver in this draft class. He's not even a top two wide receiver in this draft class. I'm going to put Jamar Chase at number one. I'm going to put Jalen Waddle at two. And I'm going to put Devontae Smith at three. He's undersized. Six foot one, 175 pounds. Jamar Chase is amazing. Amazing. He's not the fastest, but he's good, Devontae. Jamar Chase. I'm sorry, Devontae Smith. You're going to be a great player in the NFL. I just don't think you'll be the best in this draft class. Then I'm actually going to put Jalen Waddle at number two. I can see him being the next Tyree Kill. Something insane like that. Jalen Waddle, maybe he would have won the Heisman this year if he was healthy the whole season. Actually, a lot of people did pick him to win the Heisman this year. Jalen Waddle. He's the second best wide receiver in this draft class. Devontae Smith is the third. That's what I think. That's about for at the buzzer this week. Right before we go, that's my hot take. At the buzzer, leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, question of the day. Today's question of the day is, who will be the biggest disappointment in the NFL next year? Some people are saying the Ravens. Some are saying a couple other teams. 
I'm gonna put the Raiders. I think the Raiders have a terrible season next year. A terrible one. That's a hot take. I know they got good players like Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, Jonathan Abram, a couple other players. I don't care about that. I really don't care. I know they have a good coach in John Gruden. I think he gets fired after this year. They have a bad year. I think they finish four and twelve. I think they have a terrible actually, let's boost that up to six and ten. They have a terrible year, the Raiders. Some people are picking them to make the playoffs. Some maybe the conference championship game. I've heard some one person say Super Bowl. No, they're gonna have a terrible year next year, the Raiders. That's question of the day. Who will be the most disappointing team in the NFL next year? That's about for question of the day this week. That's about for Squared Sports Land Fact, episode number 22. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and view for the best sports content in the world.